0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the Raise of Hope podcast. I really got to change that up. I sort of get
1: back to your usual ways, just a, <laughs> just a little bit. I'm trying
0: different things. I'm trying different things. Bhuvan, why is uh, why is today's episode um, special?
1: Today's a very special episode because first and foremost, it's Men's Health Week. It's Pride Month, and we have. An amazing guest. We have Liam, who's jumping on with us, and he's going to be talking guys. with us. So, Liam, the, thank you for jumping on. The guest should have been the first thing, huh? The guest
0: should have been the first
2: thing. Yeah, I'm very.
1: Come on, bro. Some, Come for me on the spotlight. <laughs> like look, it's always, sometimes
2: it's an ego check. I'm happy to. Take <laughs> it's it. an it ego check. Words
1: uh well if uh, for everyone who doesn't know liam was our in our grade in high school yeah so we went to high school with liam and whatnot so and we really haven't seen you since high school to be honest ever since no, we finished it's,
2: it's been a long fucking six years eh? yeah it's been yeah. a long time
1: give us an update man what's been going on in those last six years what have you been up to how's things been
2: six years it's been a lot of stuff so studied Four qualifications That I'm now not using (laughs) Shout out to people Who do that too
1: Um,
2: I'm currently In the fitness industry um, Doing group training Mm. And still studying To become a personal trainer Yeah Um, and then just living my best life, living your best. Nice.
1: So like when you were in high school, did you always want to, like, is that something you wanted to become like a fitness trainer? No. No. What was it that you wanted to do back then? I
2: wanted to back then. I really had no idea what I wanted to do. Mm. And it was that one thing that when I left high school, I was like, shit, (laughs) I have no idea what I want to do. I need to get some type of idea, you know, when um, application when we had to start making our uni applications yep. or our college applications, I was like, fuck it, I like cooking, so I'll go into chefing, right? Scott, I hated chefing, didn't like oh. it, yeah. Next minute, go to the front of house side, you know, mm. hospitality, tourism, event management, try working my way up in that, and then COVID hits,
1: ah, yep, and mm. then I'm
2: like, okay, this probably isn't an industry I want to be in anymore, right? And then fitness came along, um, I had no idea it was going to. Going to get into fitness Mm. Um, I hated it so much Because like A lot of people That we went to school with I just had a bad Kind of relationship With them And they were kind of like The fitness fanatics Right I was like Yeah "Yeah, that's not really The environment I want to be a part of Mm. But I knew I needed it So badly Right Um, I was struggling With obesity Struggling with depression Struggling with so many Different things That fitness Slowly kind of helped And changed And Mm. yeah Ever since then It's just been a I'm going journey.
1: Nice. So, when you say you've been, you know, struggling with those things like mm. you know depression, obesity, and whatnot, was that something you've been struggling since high school, like from high school, or no? Before so, or?
2: my, I really do think so. Um, status check. Mm. I was bullied. How we doing? <laughs> um, so, with a lot of the things that I now see in my mental health have carried on from school, and they just happened randomly. So one right. day. One day I'm studying for an assessment. Mm. Um, it's assessment day, 20 minutes before I start feeling clammy. My right. breathing starts to go, you know, sporadic. My heart yeah. is racing and I'm like, mm. what the fuck is happening to me? Mm. And my, my college instructor's like, Liam, you're having a panic or an anxiety attack. Right. And she's like, what's going through your head? And like, I'm going to fail. Um, mm. I don't know these answers. What if the answers are something I don't know? And she's like... Just, just breathe, calm down, and it was that first moment that I was like, "Shit, doesn't feel right." Yeah, you know what I mean. Okay. And it was only after, like, school, like probably mm. about a a year and a half after that, things little cracks started to show, and I was so. Like, when you say oh, school, is this crap.
1: primary school or high school? High school. Oh, high, high school. school. Okay. High school, yeah. Mainly high school. Mm.
2: So with high school in general, a lot of the cracks from high school started to show in my personality and mm-hmm. you know what i was trying to do and just try and get for myself yeah and still something that i'm going through to this day and still something i'm trying to learn how to deal with i think um, i
0: think high school has had a effect
2: on, <laughs> oh, all, a all, lot all, of
1: on all of us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so like cuz rush mentioned he's, he he got bullied as well you you're, mm-hmm. you've also mentioned like you know you got bullied how did that like with all that how did you cope with it like what did you do during during high school, I guess, at that point in time. Nothing. Nothing, right. Nothing. I yeah. just
2: I just took mm. it. I cried when I got home. Put on the happy face. Mm. Told people That's I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a lot of ice cream and I worked at a fast food joint. So yeah. a lot of crying and pizza. <laughs> All right. Um, but I, I did nothing. I just wanted my family to know I was okay. My mom was going between... She was working two jobs and yeah. she only really got one day well. off on the weekend. Um, her second job on the weekend was at a real estate place which she worked mm. half a day for and the money she made from that went to my brother and myself right um for gifts whatever it may be for mm. like birthdays or special occasions um so i already knew my mom had a lot on a plate so i didn't want to bring it to her and i never really had the relationship that i could with my dad right to talk about anything okay got you because if i told him i was bullied he'd be like typical south african be mm. like up, like oh, suck it up, you yeah. know
1: that stigma, basically. Yeah, stigma, yeah.
2: basically. And I just had no one, and because I have such a close and intimate relationship with my grandmother, um, and because her dementia started showing, then I just oh, wanted her to be like, he's fine, you know, right. he's fine, nothing's going on, he's happy, he's smiling. Mm. Um, but yeah, it started to show in year nine that things weren't okay. Okay, year ten was really bad, and suddenly. Year eleven things kind of settled down and year twelve was the year where I really just flourished for myself. Cause year eleven, I started doing just some at home training. I started mm. losing some weight. Nice. Um, and then in year twelve, I feel like I was finally a person mm. that I wanted to be. Yeah. Um, but it was not a healthy diet at all. Oh, fair. Right. I so what kind
1: of diet was it like what were you following at that time?
2: Skipping meals. Right. I only did cardio. I didn't want to do anything weights. Mm. Um I was too intimidated of going to a gym because I yeah. felt like I just didn't want to, I didn't want to look at myself in mirrors. I had this big thing about not looking at myself in a mirror as mm. well. So I think from, from year nine to year 11, I never looked in a mirror.
1: Wow. Really?
2: I hated, I okay. hated the reflection that showed. And especially mm. when I got out of the shower in the morning, mm. I would get done, get dry, Make sure it was still steamy And then get out of the bathroom Oh wow I wow. didn't want to look yeah. at myself Because I was I was overweight I was obese mm. And A lot of my bullying Was around my weight mm. My grades mm-hmm. And Yeah It was just horrendous And You know While I have like Forgiven those people And if they're watching Totally forgiven <laughs> um, You know It has been the thing That I've always struggled with Like I still yeah. struggle with it To You know This day Um but it was just like kind of moving on from that. Yeah. I just had to kind of grow and learn from that too, you know. Care, you know?
1: Yeah. So did you, at any point of those times where you were learning, growing, did you have any support? Like I, I you know, cause as you mentioned, there was a lot of external mm. factors with your family and everything. Yeah. So you wanted to stay strong in those kinds of situations, but did you, so maybe support from friends or any professional, mm. did you have anything like that?
2: I, I had one. So I did start going to counseling when mm. I was in, year eight because i did snap one day oh you well, know right. you school? can only in school yes yeah. so, oh, no yeah, the, so i did counseling at pat's um and then i also did external counseling as well wow, so sweet, outside of sweet. school too because when i snapped it showed that i was not okay right. and i think it was i can't remember if it was year eight or year nine but there was a boy In our higher grade Who was just horrendous to me every day Right And I I threw my tennis racket at him Like I wanted to I wanted to physically hurt him Mm. I was so over the comments I was so over being called fat and obese Mm. And I was doing something like tennis To try and lose weight Mm. And it was just so fucked up How you know Someone can be so cruel to you When you're trying to do something to change yourself Right exactly And then you know when you snap they mm. see it. Yeah. Um, High school was just... It uh, was, yeah. It's brutal
0: like that. Mm. There's, was, no yeah. There's no mercy. There's no mercy. I
2: was... Look, I was very lucky in the sense that I was never touched or, like, mm. um, hurt physically. Yeah. Um, from my bullying. It was all mental, but mm-hmm. the mental stuff that happened was just... A whole nother level of stuff.
1: Because in the end, like even if it mentally affects you, it affects you physically as well. Yeah. You feel physically drained. It affects yeah. you in, like all different aspects. So, how did the counseling session go? Like when you went, did you feel? Did it help? Did you get any? Did you feel like um, it was helpful?
2: No, no, yeah, no. I knew the school counseling did because our school counselors were amazing. They were You're really joking. Good. I've really been into them. I've never. You, you never. I found. I found that it was the place I could just be. Mm. And just sit And get away from people Right Now the really fucked up thing was Some of the people who bullied me Were in a lot of my classes So mm. I wanted to always get away mm-hmm. I never enough. wanted to be in class Yeah I did have two really amazing supports at school Yeah My best friend Ravi Oh uh, yep. yeah Oh yeah, yeah. I remember but Ravi yep. Now motherfucker <laughs> um, So Ravi and a teacher who I Like I hold in the highest regard Is Miss Wong
1: Oh yep, oh yeah. Miss Wong. Yeah. Honestly,
2: without mm. Miss Wong, that we'll get into it later. But Miss Wong was a person who, like, she walked with me. You know, walkathon, mm-hmm. the night before could have been a night that I just stopped existing. Really? So Whoa. Miss Wong heard, and she she was just like, "You're an idiot." Mm. No, mm-hmm. she gave me tough love. Yeah, obviously, but she was like, "Never, never, never, never." And Ravi was a person who just walked with me the whole day who was like, you're okay. You know, you're fine. Yeah. I'm here. Like, if you have no one else, I'm here. Mm. And then from there, you know, things started getting better. I reached my lowest point ever and things just started to slowly, gradually just get, get better. better from there on. Right, Man, I am yeah. so sorry to hear that.
1: You yeah, had to go just, through that.
0: that's what I'm saying. I don't think like you you hang out with these people every day and like, mm-hmm. you know, the entire day. At school, See, the yeah. thing
2: is, it's fucked is I heard your story. Yeah. Shank of like what you went through And I was like are you fucking kidding me Because like if I heard What you went through and I knew that Like the amount of stuff the away- The ways in which People in high school In the ways that us boys could have relied on each other Exactly Would have been so Phenomenally effective for all of us Right But it was those days where we were too scared to reach out to people We were too We were too timid to to go for the help.
0: And I don't think in high school we knew about mental health only because they only bring it up in year 12. And that's only because of Of HSC. Exams. Exams. They don't talk to you about like, they talk to you about stress with exams, anxiety with exams, Mm. but they don't talk to you about like, just anxiety with general life, anxiety with friends and depression and things like that. Mm -hmm. It was never spoken to us because I think they were afraid of, if we bring it up, it might like, provoke it at that very early stage
1: mm. but but i feel like that's the thing with you know when pdhp like we learned so much about physical health and whatnot mm-hmm. but i feel like there should always be something about mental health that's brought up especially since year seven the fact that they brought it up in year 12 at that point
2: it was way too late was, yeah yeah because see the thing the thing that i that really got me with um Patricia Mothers was only the fact that well, sure. Yeah. They started bringing stuff about mental health, but when you tried to seek help, it was never given. And especially for bullying. Mm. Now I made like my year 12 artwork was probably like, cause I only cared about art. Like halfway through HSC, I was just like, yeah. Oh wait, I don't need an ATAR. Deuces. <laughs> um, so I was just like, okay, let's, let's just not. Like care, but the one thing I'm going to do is make an amazing artwork, right? Mm. And my artwork was all about my mental health at the time, how I saw myself, how like disgusting I thought I was. And that was all conveyed in my art. Mm. And I was unapologetic to the point of even my description saying that too, in mm. my art. Mm. Um, and then I got a letter, a meeting saying, but there was help from the school. And I'm like, then tell me why in year seven, I spent so many weeks in mm. the offices on the, de, on the, um, on the top, uh, lunch break. Area. Oh, yeah, yeah. Towards, yeah. C, yeah, block. Yeah, yeah. towards yeah. C block. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I haven't said those, <laughs> those words in a long time. Mm. Um, towards C block. Yeah. I would be in those rooms with the year coordinators mm. And jack shit Would be done Yeah Nothing Mm. You know I would be there Every single week I'd be like I don't want to be At this school anymore I don't want to be here I don't want to go to school Mm. Because this happens to me And then They have the nerve To only bring it up Mm. Like these These things In year 12 But then also You know Tell me Oh yeah You know There was help
1: Yeah like the audacity To just say Oh there was help Like obviously Mm -hmm. There wasn't enough help Which is why You know Someone has actually Expressed themselves to that point I think that's not even the correct way to respond like they should be like oh okay so this person feels this way maybe we should fix the way we're helping people not just say oh mm-hmm. there was help available you just didn't reach out I think and it's, the year it's so
2: it's so needed right now as well because mm. men, like mental health and signs of poor mental health are showing up in younger children mm. you know and it's it's not just something that needs to be said in In high school But it needs to go down Into primary school Now too Because kids are going Through stuff Just stress With you know um, Just normal um, Daily living Yeah You know They get stressed about Oh am I doing this correctly Um, Am I You know Learning how to read Good enough And there's so much External stress as well From their parents And stuff Mm. And then it just feeds in You're right Exactly
0: I don't think Just high school And you know Primary school And whatever you're going You're studying in to teach you about mental health in school but also about in general life yeah. at, at home with friends yeah. and you know with partners and what whatever it is I think high school really failed at that for us
2: they it, it really did. Yep. High school failed. I think it still fails in the fact of not really teaching you what it is to be an adult and what it is 100%. to be outside mm. of school. 100%. Um, motherfucker, I don't know how to do taxes. What the <laughs> shit is that? <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, I, mean, I still don't that's, know. <laughs> that's one thing
0: everyone says. Like, fuck calculus. Like, I don't know how to do my, do my taxes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's insane. Look, I dropped math in year 10. I'm pretty not smart. We'll stick with that. <laughs> that um, with... Um, like I'm lucky because the thing is my mom's an accountant. So when I mm. needed money advice, when I needed help with those types of things, I could go to her. Mm, but see, the thing is school just assumed that our parents would teach us that. Mm. And sometimes for some of us, our parents don't. Yeah. Got you. You know what I mean? So mm. for me, I, I was never taught how to save from my parents and, mm. you know, no shade towards them. I love them so much, but they just did not teach me how to save money. Mm-hmm. School should have
1: School, should have, school should have
2: taught me all those You know, those everyday things While also teaching me the, the, you know The basics or the advance of English Whatever mm. it may be in The subjects that I was in Yeah Um, To actually form me as an adult mm. And for me as well My, who I was socially Was so um delayed as well because of the bullying Oh wow My social development only mm. started outside of school When I started going to like church things Because they Mm. were there for me So once Mm. I started joining like my local youth group and stuff And while I'm not really in that scene as much now Those friends have become lifelong friends Mm. But they all stuck with me in a very awkward stage Of one where I didn't know how to make jokes Yeah To I didn't know how to be around people Mm. I didn't know how to control what I was saying and what I was saying Mm -hmm. So that development for me never happened in school. It happened outside of school with other people, mm. um, and I think it happens with everyone too. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, definitely. I think that's a very important um, thing that you brought up in in that sense because. Generally speaking, you know, the socialization aspect, mm-hmm. that's something I guess before they put you into the real world is something you should have like, you know, develop before like, you know, mm-hmm. but the fact that you still had friends and whatnot that supported you during that phase, I think it's really important because a lot of the mm-hmm. times I've heard in those kinds of situations, people will be like, oh, He's he's too cringe, I don't wanna hang out with him or mm. her and stuff like that. And it's really good that you found support. Did was um was your faith a big factor in like in terms of support? Would you say it that? Definitely it definitely was. Yeah. At
2: the at the start of my journey, because I just I didn't have anything left to give anymore. Mm. I was kind of at a point of just I, I hit a wall with life and I was like, I yeah. don't know what to do. Like mm. the only logical thing in my mind is people are so hellish towards me. People are so mean is like, what's the point of even living at right. this point? You know, I had those questions daily. I had those thoughts all the time and I was kind of invited. My parents were like, Liam go to, you know, the world youth days at our school would yep. do, where they would send us over to, like to another country. So I went to Rio first. Right. Mm. Lo- absolutely loved it. It was like a really good chance. And my church community kind of told me, um, Look You know We can support Liam If he wants to go But I decided to go With school Because it was The cheaper option Yeah Um Going with school Like just being there And around People who You know And definitely People who were in the group Were the ones Who were actually Bullying me Um I learned how to forgive Mm. And that was Incredible the greatest thing that I've ever learned, and kind of the greatest joy that ever came out of my church journey and my kind mm. of faith. I'm still very faithful to this day because of my family and because my grandma. Because yeah. my mom and my grandma are probably the monarchs of like, you know, upholding beliefs and stuff. And Oops. while we've moved away, because obviously their son's a little bit, uh, <laughs> you know, um, they have learned how to apply faith in a different way and mm. in a way that kind of, um, still upholds my dignity in who I am, mm. but shows the beliefs we were taught from it. Yeah. You know, things like forgiveness, love, acceptance, all those kind of things. And we've, you know, not to say that we've picked and chosen what we believe in from it, but we have because yeah. we know the good and they see the good from it. Oh, sweet. Yeah.
1: I think that's something we do mm-hmm. as well. Like, cause I consider myself a Hindu, mm-hmm. but like there's so many different teachings, principles and everything that, it involves in Hinduism that even in a way we've, I've picked and chosen like what relates to me and what I find good mm-hmm. in compared to the other things. And I, I can completely agree with you as to, in, in regards to that one. Well, so, I'm an atheist. so I have no input in this. <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: But see, the the thing is for me is mm. Ravi considers himself atheist. Yeah. Um, so my best friend and I, mm. especially when I was going through this journey of really discovering and really understanding that part of me, but also mm. kind of having the wait, but I've got these. Cause with me, like I, I knew I was gay, but I was like, Oh, but here are the church teachings. And that's what really screwed me up. Right. And took me a long time, probably until about two years ago to really fully come into who I am, you know, as myself and being gay and knowing you know, it's actually okay. And I don't have to hide that. There is no shame to hide that at all. Mm. Um, But the church gave me a lot. Like I yeah. would, I would lie that it didn't give me a lot. Mm. Still, I'm very faithful and will always, will always be. Um, and obviously there are things, I know it's such a taboo subject, but mm. obviously there are things where faith has just fucked up with people. hundred percent. hundred percent. You know, and I can't, I can't deny that, Mm. but I can only choose to move on and show who I am with what I've learned and the teachings that have been taught to me and show that to other people. Got you. That these are the good things. And yes, there are bad seeds in every single part of the world Mm -hmm. and every single religion and every single, um, you know, country or wherever it may be. Um, you know, but you just have to continue living out what you believe in. And that's just what I did.
1: For sure. Yeah. And, and you know how you mentioned just then regarding um, becoming more true to self, um, you know, with being gay and everything like that. Within high school, is that something you had figured out? Did you, like, were you... Oh, I knew. You knew? I knew. Yeah. Did I you, knew. Yeah. and I knew. And because of what was going... <laughs> <laughs> and because of what was going on, was that like a struggle for you to accept at any point yeah Yeah? it
2: was and even after high school it was always a struggle because i wanted to do youth work and i started doing youth work as well and that was really the thing that propelled me to come out of my shell because in high school like i don't know if you boys remember but like Mm. from year seven to probably about year 11 i was very into myself like if i spoke to you it was probably kind of rude or it was kind of um timid Mm. um and if I did speak, it was just answering a question right. that a teacher asked. It would mm-hmm. never be kind of myself proactively, prompting. Yeah, proactively, proactively doing yeah. it. Um, and then through youth ministry and through kind of getting a chance to teach others about faith and kids about faith and um, everything about forgiveness and my own story with that, I really just grew and came out of my shell and flourished as a human being. Mm. And for myself, I always kind of, Put the gay thing on the back burner Yeah, Because I was like Let's just not think about it Because mm. I know that the people I'm with Think it's not right Um, They're probably going to hate me If I come out to them They're probably going to hate me If I mm. say hey I, look I am gay And one of the most profound words That stuck with me Throughout my whole time Doing youth ministries Was when I first came out to someone She was like my youth leader mm. And she said And oh She wow. was like That's... "Nothing's Nothing's mm. going to change My love for you has always will always be the same, it's never That's gonna incredible. change. That's amazing. And the thing is, let's be real, <laughs> everyone <laughs> knew, mm. everyone knew
1: to be honest. Yeah, we, we I, knew, I didn't yes. No, didn't. Really? I, I, really. Yeah, yeah. no, at, at that time, I did not, I didn't have a clue to be honest. It's like for me, I think I was just oblivious, like at the end, those I, kinds I of mean, situations
0: <laughs> for some, um, like we knew, like some people in high school were, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but we actually didn't know, like we actually had no idea.
1: Maybe it's because as you mentioned we didn't have those conversations, conversations yeah. with you with as me, well. Yeah. yeah.
2: I was very cuz I was very secluded and I was very mm. thing. So like if you if you did happen to know me, you would know that obviously he liked Lady Gaga, he liked anime. Mm. Um but I was very like in high school, I barely shared anything with people cuz I was yeah. too scared to share things. Like mm-hmm. I was too scared of they're going to use this against me or this is going to mm end up in a rumor or starting something because that had happened to me right you know so for me just i was like you know what just hide everything don't tell anyone mm-hmm. um don't look at any other guys in any weird ways just just be try and be as normal as you can be, be. right so then
1: with that with what you've just said that like uh was it coming out to your
2: parents or your friends how mm. was that
1: like what was the support they provided at that point
2: Um, So with my parents And this is probably a part where I can only speak from my own experience I won't speak of anyone else's experience um, In the community Mm. Of how their coming out was Yeah Mine was I only came out to my mom. Yeah Um my dad's ignorance is too bliss to ever kind of show through that. I am gay. Mm-hmm. He has to, like, I mean, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Open your eyes, man. <laughs> like I don't, because at home I don't change mm. at, at work. I don't change. I'm as charismatic as I would be around anyone and everyone. And mm. if someone has a problem with that, then I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, yeah. sure. And that's your thing. Um, Coming out to my mom was difficult Because I came out in the car And I just couldn't do it anymore I was like, look mom, I'm gay There you go My mom changed the subject to my dying grandfather Right Right okay. Right yeah. Okay And it hurt It stung like a bitch mm. um, I will choose to never come out to my grandmother Just because her dementia is too far And mm. her happiness and her love Are all I care yeah. about in yeah. this world Um, So that just will never happen. But my mom's support has grown over the years and I can't blame my mom because mm-hmm. I think something that I learned was my mom had a plan for me. Mm-hmm. And that was like a life plan or she had a life plan. She had this. She every parent does, you know. Every parent has Uh, yeah,
1: my engineer, doctor, all that kind of stuff. For us. Yeah. Yeah,
2: you know, you know what I mean. So my mom's plan was obviously like grandkids, Mm. get married, Mm. you know, be there for all those sort of things. And yeah. You know, it when when your kid goes against that. Yeah. It's it's a hard pill to swallow and it's a hard pill to mm. kind of kind of accept and I fully understood my mom it hurt me and we've had we've had these discussions around that you know as mother and son but mm it made our relationship stronger as well because relationships need to go through things to actually turn out to become stronger. Of course. Um, and for us now we are best friends where we talk about everything. My mom has met my partner. Sorry, I'm taken. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, she, she has met my partner over, over, you know, um, when we FaceTime and everything and she will meet him soon. Mm. Um, and, she just loves it. She loves seeing me happy. She loves me doing what I do and, you know, being able to show that now and not be scared to show that. She is always scared of people not accepting or people kind of putting their views towards me of what they believe in. And, because there's still there's still a lot of ignorance in this world towards a lot of different groups of people not yes. just the LGBTQ community. I think you know too yeah. many ethnicities, too many religions, mm. whatever it may be. And you always meet those people. Yeah. There's no avoiding them you can try and avoid them as much as possible and try and tell yourself i will avoid them or build yourself up but once it happens you know it is hard and i know for my mom that was the hardest thing to accept that there are going to be these ignorant people who come to my son who try and hurt him but also my mom knows that I'm probably one of the strongest people she's ever met because of what I've gone through in my past. I do like the glow up. Amazing. <laughs> the mental and the physical glow up. It's incredible. Physical I think. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: no, great. So, like, yeah. Speaking of like, um, in terms of the fitness journey mm-hmm. and everything that you've gone through, what sparked that motivation for what yourself? Sparked
2: that? I wanted to look in a mirror.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: You know, I wanted to look in a mirror So in, as I mentioned, like I previously mentioned Like I did do, I did do a very bad diet when I was in high school Just to drop weight really fast Mm. I think everyone starts off like that though, right?
0: The not eating diet It
2: affected me in such a bad way Because once I went to uni Mm. I started stress eating again And I started, I wasn't exercising as much And I put on the weight double
1: Wow, okay
2: and I one day I did a I did some I did some mission work with a company that I won't name because I choose not to um talk about what they believe in because like when I did it I was very ignorant and blind mm-hmm. to them and their beliefs they oh, are wow. Catholic but they're very very off away from I what I think is true beliefs of the Catholic Church and right. what they teach you, like is and it twisted or is it twisted just... and I went through mm. some things that just weren't that I just won't mention cuz I don't want to defame anyone or you know yeah. thing. um but when I was there I was kind of sharing a house with some people as well so we were all put together um five people we didn't really know each other mm-hmm. um but we learned to know each other and we kind of became like this small family unit that were like just teaching kids in different schools and stuff about about God about religion about certain topics and ethical issues that are going on in the world um and there was one day where I stayed in the room with the one guy who was on, on my um, little team. And when you left our room, there was a mirror standing straight in front of you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I walked out. I didn't have this mirror thing anymore. Mm. I finally could start looking in a mirror. I didn't feel too bad about myself. Mm-hmm. And I remember one day I walked out of the room, saw my reflection, mm-hmm. went back into my room, Closed the door, went to sleep, just didn't come out of my room for five hours. Oh, well, okay. Turning, I just hated what I saw. Right. I was, yeah. I was what I would say obese. Mm-hmm. I was unhealthy. I wasn't eating properly because like we didn't have a lot of means to like, mm. you know, eat healthy on this thing. Cause we were trying to live out like this type of missionary style of life mm. and living. But i hated what i saw in that mirror and it all sparked up again i wasn't looking in mirror i wasn't looking in a mirror for months on end again Mm -hmm. for a year on end um and when i got back so i was living in Bundaberg, so queensland Mm -hmm. so you know in the country and if anyone's listening to this from bundy i love you guys (laughs) you're amazing stay in contact um But that was a point in my life where I did grow and I did learn about myself. But when I got back, it was my dead set gym, even though I hated it, even though I knew it was going to be a a journey and a process for me, I Mm -hmm. was going to get into a gym. Yeah. There was no way if I had the power to change my reality, I was going to change my reality for myself and, and I was going to do it. I was going to actively make that step Mm. because I just couldn't do it anymore. Mm. I couldn't. I couldn't live not looking at myself. Yeah. If, if I was teaching to kids self-love and if I was teaching young people self-love, then what a hypocrite I was for, Mm -hmm. you know, saying that because I didn't love myself Mm -hmm. at all. Right. No. And the moment I got back to Sydney, I, it took me a couple months, but pretty much I, I did the whole, um, went online anytime fitness, um, Quakers Hill was up. Um, (laughs) Went online, did the whole um, inquiry, they rung me up, and I had a friend drop me at the gym because I knew, I didn't have my license, still working on it to this day, (laughs) Um, but I knew if someone didn't take me down to the gym, I was not going to go down down myself, Um, and that's just where it started, Mm. it was very slow, very, very slow, I only went to the gym when I had my PT sessions once a week. Mm -hmm then went twice Mm -hmm. started following a program and then i honestly just fell in love with it yeah i just fell in love with everything that i was doing i was learning how to become as powerful as my mind was and as powerful as i had been in the past with dealing with certain issues in my life and that physical strength just played so well into my mental into my mental strength Even though I had periods where like I would fall down and I still continue to, Mm -hmm. it just propelled me as a person. Like my confidence shot up. I was never confident before. Like I kind of had humor and I had sass and everything. But when I started going to a gym, that's when my confidence just struck. Skyrocketed Skyrocketed And I made it I made it a thing To take photos in mirrors Mm. Like I I made it a thing To take those gym selfies To be like Okay this is what I'm doing And they were very Mm. timid And shy Mm. When I first started (laughs) And they're not that anymore (laughs) Um, We can tell Yeah I know I know I'll shake my ass in a mirror (laughs) Um, Not at work of course Uh, um, No but when I um. When I started, it was my thing to take those photos. I only mm-hmm. have one photo of myself shirtless from that time mm-hmm. um, and that was a photo that took me a long time. I had to I took the photo, I kept deleting and restoring it, deleting, restoring, mm. just decided pop it on my laptop, mm-hmm. put it in a folder, put that folder in a folder, put that folder in a folder. so I just didn't actively. See it until see it. Mm. A couple of years later And then I looked mm. at it Two years later And I was like Holy shit This the is change. who I am And this is Changes, yeah. What I'm doing mm. And it was a change That I myself For the first time in my life Since my Year 12 art um Exhibition um Entry Where I was like I'm proud of myself Amazing You know mm. um, That's a very
0: powerful thing To say to yourself as well
2: Yeah and It's a very powerful You know thing what And I'm a very uh, I'll get into a little bit um, later in the cast, but I am a person where, you know what, if you want to take pride in something, yeah. while there is humility and while there is the grace of being, um, humble, you know what, never, never self deprecate yourself to, um, look at your achievements and be like, you know what? I achieved that. Yeah. That was, this has been four years of my life that I have dedicated to, that I have, Fallen that I've cried, that I've literally like wanted to throw everything down and be like, fuck it. Like Mm. what's the point of the pain? What's the point of, you know, of the pre-workout, you know, Mm -hmm. jitters and everything. What's the point of all of it? Yeah. What's the point of the diets? Um, And when you look at it and you're like, you know what? I did achieve this. Mm -hmm. This is what I've done. And now where I'm at the point that I want to share that with people and I want to get other people to that, to that goal to, yeah. to maybe not my level of confidence. Cause we don't need more me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cause honestly, if there were more of me in the world, we'd <laughs> have an we, issue. We, <laughs> we, but, um, no, but definitely, um, you know, looking at all those things and taking pride and joy in what you have achieved. And then also therefore going on to kind of share that with people, um, is just where I'm at in life now. Yeah. Nice. So, you know,
1: with I guess every gym journey mm-hmm. Like uh, even even I've been there There's times where I'm just like I don't want to do it anymore Like it, you know Because uh, that's the thing with gym right Like there's certain points where you reach You know during your gym journey Where you don't see You stop seeing results Like a mm-hmm. plateau occurs And you're like yeah. wait Is it still worth going to? What motivated you during those times? Like did you Did you have, uh, was it just your, I guess your mental strength at that point Were you just like, I've done this much so far. Like, why should Mm. I stop now? Was there like
2: people, your PT, like what? So PT, um, three PTs over the course of my gym journey. Mm. Um, uh, Kane, Riley, Nick, Nick Grant. Nick Nick was a friend of ours.
1: Oh, Nick Grant from high school. Yeah. 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 So
2: Um, he just, that motherfucker just sent me a new program that is currently killing me. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. I hate you. (laughs) Um, But no, Nick just sent me a new program. Um, Mm. Those three, um, some of my close friends, um, uh, Eliza, uh, other people in gym, um, you know, who just helped me and also like one of my closest and best friends as well, Dana, um, who is a powerlifter too, who just kept me accountable and kept me going and who I messaged from time to time being like, I can't do this anymore. I Mm. I'm so over it. I'm so over the dieting. I'm so over feeling shit about myself, not seeing the results. Mm. And they would just be the people to be like, Liam, just take it slow. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to do it fast. You're not going to see the results tomorrow. Mm. Just keep doing the work you're doing and you'll be happy. Yeah. Push. and it got me through mm. you know and a lot of a lot of the people i kind of have been around and chose to be around were people who actively were in the gym who actively wanted to kind of you know help themselves and improve themselves and have a better lifestyle yeah. and for me that was really what i needed too because if i want to if i wasn't around these people i would have been like well you know i'll probably just drop off yeah um But they always pushed me to achieve what I wanted to. And, you know, just getting to the next, to the next kilo lost or whatever it may be. And plateaus Mm. are something that like make or break you. I know like being in the, like now being in the industry, I see it with so many clients and I see it with so many people is you just have to take it slow and not get frustrated at yourself and Mm. then look for the help and the advice of people who can give you that and get you through that.
0: Yeah. I think that's what people do, right? When they're like, when they go to gym and they don't see progress, it's just stop instead of taking it slow, kind of evaluating mm-hmm. what they're doing and yeah. then getting back into it properly.
2: Mm. Yeah, no, that's what you've got to do. You know, you, you can't just do a whole change for yourself. Like say if you go on a challenge or something that a lot mm. of gyms do, you need to be smart about it. Mm-hmm. So you're dedicating yourself to six weeks. But the thing is, you're losing a lot of weight you're gaining a lot of muscle very rapidly from what you're doing because you're changing your diet, you're changing your exercise routine. Um, but then when it stops, Mm. if you just go back to what you were doing before those results will just fade because it's too much of a fast change. So for myself, and I'm talking from experience, I did a body composition change. So going from 105 kilos down to 82 kilos, which was my lightest, and now up back to 90, I've changed my composition of what my body is and looks like to never go back to what I was. Mm-hmm. And it will be, be very, very hard for me to go back to what I was. It would be months of binge eating, months of drinking, months of right. just not looking after myself and not going to the gym. Yeah. That will get me back to that point. Mm-hmm. However, <clears throat> if I take a weekend off like I am now, going out with friends, old workmates from the tower last night, going out with my workmates tonight Mm. and then having my boyfriend's birthday celebrations tomorrow. And Mm. I'm getting a little bit lit. Um, (laughs) A little bit. I'm getting fucked up. Um, That's always the goal. (laughs) Yeah. Always the goal. Um, You know, it will be a lot for me to change. While, yes, Mm. I may be, I will definitely be bloated. Mm. Um, While I will definitely want to be like, why the fuck did I drink that much Mm -hmm. tomorrow morning? Um, (laughs) it will be a lot for my body to rapidly change back to who I was back in high school. And you know, the weight that I was in uni. Mm -hmm. Um, so now I'm at a very comfortable point and that's what I am trying to put onto clients now too, is you've got to take it very slow, take care of yourself, make sure you're doing the things correctly that don't hurt you and ensure that you look after yourself.
1: Great stuff, honestly. So then with all of what you said, mm-hmm. how would you say from back in high school compared to now, up until now, how's your mental health developed from after like all those experiences? From, from all f- those experiences. Yeah.
2: Definitely a lot. I treasure my life and I treasure mm. what I've got. Back then I definitely took it for granted because I didn't know what a life was. I wasn't mm. living one. Yeah. Um. I definitely still have moments because my social growth started so late for me. Mm. Like, Socially, I only started growing up from about year 10 onwards. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't, I didn't have friends or I chose not to talk to people or I was very secluded. Like while Ravi was my best friend in school, I would talk to him, but I would be very scared that he was my friend. Mm -hmm. I still doubt relationships to this day. I still doubt if people like me, if people want me around, Mm. you know, if I don't see people for a long period of time, I, my depression spikes and I feel Mm -hmm. so lonely and I feel so just by myself. And even though, even though I have a partner now, you know, sometimes it's different from having that person with you, but Mm -hmm. not seeing the other people you hold so close and in high regard in you. And I'm now currently learning, you know, as I'm entering a new chapter of life, you, you You have to just let people go sometimes. Definitely.
1: 100%. I think Um, it's part mm. of life. I think
2: it is. And it's something that I have cried over the phone with, with Ravi. (laughs) (laughs) And we've had long discussions in my, you know, in my depression, in my moments where my depression comes through, where I'm like, I don't want to let these people go. Mm. It took me so long to find them. It took me so long to get these relationships. I don't want to. And he's like, Liam, but you're stressing yourself keeping them. Mm -hmm. And you know what? It's hilarious when TikTok can be such a powerful thing for mental health. Honestly. Honestly. honestly,
1: second that. Yeah. So (laughs) I
2: I put, I'm now choosing to put people in my life in different categories. And I heard this from Tyler Perry of all people Mm. in his Madea outfit (laughs) in drag (laughs) is you need to put people in the category of a tree. Mm. You yourself are the main part of the tree And the people who are in your life Are the different accessories of the tree So most people who come into our lives Will be Who will be leaves They will just fly away They will just go Go with the wind Um, You have people who are branches And they're very dangerous Mm. Because branches just snap off At any random time Mm -hmm. um, And they damage you Yeah Whereas The friends You could have two or 3 That make up your roots They should be the ones you treasure for forever Never take them for granted They don't show sometimes But they're always there They're always giving you life And they're always Mm. showing up when you need them Mm. But you could be a tree with, you know Thousands of branches, thousands of leaves But, you know, they all fade And if that tree doesn't have any roots Then how's it going to live? How's how's it going to live and survive? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I've chosen To continue moving While it's hard as fuck And mm. I still have nights Where I cry myself to sleep Where I'm like Why are my relationships changing I don't want them to change yeah. Please don't And you know I'll have I still pray myself Where I'll be like Please don't let them Don't don't mm. let these people leave me And I'm like You know what I stop And I'm like I have a partner Who loves me Who accepts me I've got two best friends That I hold in the highest regard And I do have very close friends that I can call upon when I need them. I think change I'm is fine hard. with that.
0: Change is really hard. And I think that's not just with, I mean, with relationships and friends, mm-hmm. it's with any aspects of life.
2: Yeah, exactly. exactly. A, jo-
0: a job, family, you know, moving where countries. I am
2: now. I never thought I would be in the fitness industry. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And the only reason I'm in the fitness industry is because of what's going around the world at the moment. Right. You know, what's happened to us and what mm. is going on. So COVID lockdown, was what started it because i knew i told myself i looked in the mirror day one of jim's closing and i told myself we're not going back Mm. there is no way in hell we are going back to who we were to who we looked at and who we felt disgusted to look at the confidence we have now I am not losing. And I made an active decision to be like, just work out every day. Also, my family is crazy as fuck. so (laughs) I needed an escape. Mm. So I was outside training two to three hours a day, doing whatever I could at different points of the day. Right. And I would actively always try to be doing something. And then when people started noticing the change and people started noticing, you know, new like added kilos now being lost because I didn't have normal gym, Lifting gear You know I didn't mm. have weights I didn't have a barbell I had Two 7.5 kilo um, dumbbells mm. That I could use for weight And some resistance bands That I bought mm. That was it You couldn't get any weights Anywhere Yeah exactly Because they were all sold out Sold out, out. <laughs> Yep that's right Sold out <laughs> everywhere I tried to look for a skipping rope mm. Just because I had a Fucking blue shiny one From primary school <laughs> That was in the garage That whipped me every time I tried to jump. <laughs> So, I couldn't find anything, but I was like to myself, I will do anything. I will try any form of movement that keeps me physically fit and physically active. Mm. And I kept dieting, trying to diet, and I did fucking broccoli, rice, sweet potato, and chicken.
0: Isn't that what you do now? Both, both? Yeah, please
2: don't. When I, I please, to, please don't. I used to. Please don't. I will. I, any <laughs> member that comes to me, any client that comes to me telling me they do that, I'm like, enjoy food. Mm. Food is the one thing that we as humans need to survive and live. So eat things that are healthy, Mm. but taste good. Okay. Don't don't cut yourself away from those things. If you're hearing me, please (laughs) don't cut yourself away from those things. Learn the different food groups and learn Mm. the different basics about food and, you know, cooking from people or from, you know, do your research yourself. Um, But yeah, it's, it's those things that i just learn over COVID and when people started asking people like what can I do I need help I, mm. I don't know what I can do I'm unhappy and I'm like I can't tell you and I won't tell you because this works for me mm. and I know that I'm unique in who I am and who I've be, been created to be and a diet that works for me may not work for you yeah I think that's a big part. Like what works for some
1: people will not always work for other people, which is Mm. I like that could have been related to like self-help books and stuff like that. It's it's a big factor. With with the gym in general, did you feel like diet, like, because I've heard um, like in a lot of TikToks and a lot of those gym talks that most of your body is made in the kitchen compared to the gym. Is that true? Yes, it is. Your
2: diet is the biggest factor. Mm. Exercise will help. So you need Mm. to understand that as as humans as people we rely on food Mm. to sustain us and to fuel us to survive yeah to survive and something that has been misconstrued through all of like probably the last um i would say the last 50 years of Mm. dieting and even more so is that carbs are bad for you
1: Oh, I've heard that too many times, but I've heard they're essential, right?
2: Carbs are essential to Mm. our energy output Mm. and our energy, um, like kind of, um, feeding off that Mm. it's the main thing that our bodies will go to first before Mm. anything else. Mm -hmm. So something like protein is used for muscle recovery and helps aid muscle recovery, but something like our fats, they're taken last, right? Mm. Right. So if you cut yourself from your, from your carbs and you know, you are eating some fats and you're trying to lose fat, especially with weight loss, you won't be able to tell, your body won't be able to tell if it's your fat or the fats you're eating that it's burning. Mm. So a lot of supplements, um, you know, I, I'm not one to give supplement advice, <laughs> obviously, um, mm-hmm. but a lot of the things with supplements and fat burners is they can't target fat. And a lot of exercises can't target fat loss. They can help aid in it, Mm -hmm. but you need to make sure that you're giving your body what it needs to be able to one function. So when people tell me that they go on a diet where they drop all their carbs, you know, you need to ask them, but are you feeling tired? Are you feeling drained? Mm. Because their body doesn't have the normal fuel source that it needs to go off. The energy. Cutting Mm -hmm. your carbs is important (laughs) and is normal. Yeah. Not to a, not to a drastic Level, point yeah. where it starts affecting your day to day. Day to day, yeah. Because the thing is our day-to-day lives are something we only get today mm-hmm. to live once. Mm-hmm. Right? For sure. And like
1: with the car like, you know, as you mentioned with the carbs situation, I think that's one other thing that's been brought up is uh the the fat loss, you know, targeted mm-hmm. fat loss. Like some people are like, oh, how do I lose my double chin? Or how do I lose um how do I lose my fat? That's near my gut. The, love, that, handles. the love handles. The love like, handles. It's all, but is is it true that in the end it's all about
2: being on either a calorie deficit or a surplus or is it more, does it get more specific than that? Cause so it does, it does get more specific and I'm definitely not at the point of my studies and mm-hmm. of, you know, working in the industry to be at that point to give people diet advice like that. Like yeah, my, yeah. my scope of practice is very general and I know a lot of PTs and a lot of even group trainers go outside of their scopes and go right. outside of what they can tell clients. I will never, because I will make I you, that can you a you, thing. Uh, can I get it? can they get you guys in trouble for doing that? It can. It okay. can get us yeah. in a lot of trouble. I will not give people. I mm. will sure. I will post up some recipes. I'm still trying to get one out mm. um, of what you can do and what I eat. Mm-hmm. But that's for me. Yeah. If you choose to take that mm-hmm. through social media. You know, it it is you choosing to do that. Yeah, it doesn't mean it will affect I affect them the same way. Yeah, but I will always choose to include things that are carb-rich. You mm-hmm. know, have the right amount of fat, have the right amount of protein, and taste good, and, and taste are good. healthy yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Um, and with that, you know, you just need to understand that like it is very important to either be in a cal- calorie surplus to gain muscle and to mm-hmm. gain weight, and then to be in a deficit. To lose that weight And it can help But the fat that is around You know Your your love handles Or your thighs That's fat that takes a long time to burn to It burn. takes a long mm. time To start to tone So you've just got to keep going with the journey You've just got to keep going
1: Got to keep pushing through basically Pretty much that's You've amazing. just got
2: to keep pushing through No matter how like hard it does get
1: mm. With that being said Before we do finish up today mm-hmm. Liam uh, Two things I wanted to ask yeah. usually we do before we end generally speaking uh, like if you had advice for because we've talked about a lot of things like, mm-hmm. like a, lot of things. a lot of things yeah. today so a just lot of in scope, like say if you had advice for people um, in terms of coming out starting their fitness journey mm-hmm. their mental health what dealing, would you, in high school, dealing with high school high school, really, high school yeah. what would you what, what kind of gen- general advice would you give to those people that may be listening who may be going through something like that cool
2: find yourself someone That you can just talk to Mm. Whether If it's in fitness I'll start with fitness So Mm. With your fitness journey Just Just do the Just do the inquiry To the gym Just sign up Just start paying the membership Mm. No matter how many times You are going a week You are going If you need Help Ask for it Yeah Please For the love of God Ask for it (laughs) (laughs) That's why we're here We want to help you We want to build People up You know Mm. People who work in the fitness industry they have to be a very selfish person if they're only there for money and they don't want to help people mm. right it's a whole reason why i'm in the fitness industry and i still do sales reception as well so i still have that you know side of my job um but all i want to do for people is to help them and so you know take the help yeah for sure honestly and if yeah. you have to pay a little bit extra sometimes to get to our goals and to get to what we want to do we do have to put the money into it. Mm-hmm. You know, we do have to put that time and that care. And if you don't have the money, still ask for the help. Mm-hmm. We'll show you how to use a leg press. We'll show you how to use a piece of equipment that we can show you how to use. Mm-hmm. Um, for anyone coming out or anyone in a place of, you know, hatred or in a home with hatred towards that, Find, find support, find people. There are kind people in this world. Mm-hmm. There are kind people who will help you through mm-hmm. always. For me, it was Miss Wong. For me, it was Ravi. For me, it was Dana. Those people that, sorry, you're hearing, I don't know if you can hear my stomach rumble, but I'm fucking hungry. <laughs> right now, so please, um, please disregard that. But I had those people, those three people were keys for me. Mm-hmm. Because without them, I wouldn't have been pushed towards to do things. I wouldn't have been pushed towards joining a gym, Mm. to talking to people, to going on trips like World Youth Day that helped me like kind of build my faith and build my confidence in who I was. Mm -hmm. Um, And for mental health, know that you're loved. Yeah. You know, know that even if it's not showing, there are people around you who do. Love you. Who do And it may Mm. be in subtle ways But just look I know it's it's a hard thing to say And I've hated it when people have told me Mm -hmm. But just try and think as positive as you can in the negative Mm -hmm. Try and get to the next day Even if the day you're in Even if today feels so unbearable to try and get through Just keep trying to get through it Keep pushing through Because you don't know what it's going to look like In a year You don't know what it's going to look like In two years Mm -hmm. You know Things change when they need to People come into your life when you need them Hence my boyfriend (laughs) He came in Like the last The last seven months for me Would have been unbearable if I didn't meet this man Mm -hmm. You know And he just came into my life at the right time And he just seems like the person I just need in my life And I won't settle for less that's amazing That's incredible You know Love So I, I urge like Anyone going through those things Whether it's fitness Whether it's um, You know Coming out And for coming out Again to touch on Just Maybe Coming out to your family Isn't the right You know Step to take first mm-hmm. Just go to your friends first yeah. Friends make good family mm-hmm. When you need them mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know Yeah Um, I learnt that a lot mm-hmm. Um. And know that coming out to your family It will take them time to love and accept mm-hmm. They usually always do And if they don't, that's fine Find people that will love and accept you And get to choose your family We we as humans yeah. get to choose who we call family That's true It's a very special thing mm-hmm. So choose your family very well And just, you know, love, laugh and create light Love it That's it
1: amazing stuff that should be a motto <laughs> and do you want to ask your final question about uh, oh yeah of course i always ask this because
0: um, i'm a music buff um what's what do you, What would you say is one song that kind of helps you or has helped you through you know your phases in life or just not like a gym song not a workout song but like you know just your you know your go-to song
2: my go-to song fuck i'm gonna sound like such a geek right now <laughs> um if anyone follows me on social um Liam dash Lily pretty much. Um you will see in my highlights there is Digimon. Um Ooh. I am a massive Digimon fan even to this day. Um and it's definitely um Kids in America by Len that was in the Digimon movie. That, oh, nice. that came out in two thousand. Never heard that one, but definitely. No, it listened. is it is amazing. I still listen <laughs> to the Digimon soundtrack <laughs> probably once a month because I'm right that back much and of a half. Digimon I am was such great. a big fan, but um nowadays it's usually things that fill me with confidence and songs that fill me with confidence and I want mm. other people to be filled with confidence from that. So mm-hmm. a lot of things by Doja Cat. Um, mm-hmm. Doja Cat's pretty sick. very nice. Doja Cat is fucking amazing. Amazing lover, biggest fan at the moment. Um, do a leaper whoever it may oh, be yeah. a lot of female artists especially mm-hmm. um, and yeah that's just what I'm doing
0: sweet great stuff sweet thank you
1: so much for jumping on. I
2: have
0: actually learned
1: a you. lot yeah. no today. you guys
2: are fine you guys are fine <laughs> happy to be here
1: yeah like in the end it's, it's learning about the things we just never knew in high school and what people go through and it's, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that you did go through what yeah. you did, but it's amazing to hear your journey up until now. Mm-hmm. Pushing I'm, through. I'm
2: definitely thankful for what happened. Mm. um, And that's very fucked to say, mm-hmm. but I know if I never went through the things, I wouldn't be the person I am. That's I was going to
0: say that. I mean, while I'm glad, I'm glad in a way that we went through that in high school, at least you as well, because that's what we knew we didn't want in life. And that's how yeah. we come up from it right mm-hmm. that's a learning i think that's a learning moment for us and also a turning point for us where we're just like things will get better and mm-hmm. i'm the only i'm the only one that can make that change mm-hmm.
2: yeah exactly and that's what that's what i learned um now and that's why i said earlier that people who did it they're forgiven in my eyes they mm. i wish them nothing but the best in their lives mm. continue doing what you do i hope it is if you are listening to this and you know we did go through something i do hope that you um, achieve what you want to um, You know At the same token I don't live with the words that they said to me I live with What my mind has changed Those words into mm. I no longer hear their voices saying The mean things I hear my own voice saying yeah, it It's um, incredible, incredible. Um, And I just continue to keep going through So to those people You're forgiven <laughs> Bless <and> Yeah. <laughs> awesome
0: Thank you so much once again, Liam, for jumping on. And thank you all you guys for listening. And that's the end of
1: another episode. Keep smiling. Keep smiling, guys.
0: (laughs) Cheers.
2: See you, bitches. What's up? (laughs)